Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 132. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So we got to push her cart out of the mud. She leads you back through quite a bit of corridor, actually. Caves. So systems. how long does that take? Because I have no problem asking her questions if Trick's not going to fill the space with talking. It takes a while. You pass several branchings of things. You were trying to follow underground water yep. in your moving along. And this seems the same underground water when you ultimately come upon where her cart is. Okay. What types of things did you want to try talking with her about? Well, so HEPA probably starts with the things that are more like polite conversations. So how long have you lived down here? That sort of thing. But then it's going to follow whatever. So did you pick the mushrooms yourself? Are there a lot of mushrooms down here? Is that what you normally eat? You know, That's like new thing. she's, yeah, she's just curious about. Please make a charm check. We'll, we'll see what she actually asks about. It's a red and a purple. Oh, she did succeed, but some threats. Uh, so success and two threats. I kind of thought I was going to botch it up and be like, so silly human, what are you doing down here? So she will tell you that she doesn't really live down here. She works down here, Mm -hmm. but you have threats there. So she is closed mouthed about like, who does she work for or things like that. Mm -hmm. And you ask her a bunch of questions and she starts to like view them kind of with suspicion. Okay. So you get some information from her. You get that she does not eat those mushrooms for meals. Those are very special mushrooms that that stop up pain and make bleeding stop. Like, you wouldn't eat those regularly. That's, I mean, that would be the kind of questions, but she could easily ask questions like, what kind of work do you do? And then what is the result of that? You know, like, but that's that's (laughs) what starts to make her suspicious. And so she, like, clams up about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I don't take any strain? No, you don't take strain. The threats are being consumed in her her attitude towards you guys. So you reach where the cart is. All right, what seems to be the problem? You see this underground river has what appears to be a ford, not an old beat up truck, a place where one can pass through. Yeah, if this cart stays stuck in here, you're gonna ruin this whole, whole river. The cart is further downstream than where the ford is. So she explains that she was she and her cart were crossing at the ford when there was like a big onrush of water and her cart like got washed further down the was stream. Was she just pulling this cart herself? It's one of those carts that's got like two wheels and two handle type things. Like a rickshaw? Yeah. So yeah, she pulls the cart herself. But it got washed down by some sudden water. You know, like she managed to swim to shore and things like that. But her cart is stuck further down the river and... She's been taking multiple trips, like, swimming out to it and, like, trying to remove, like, the boxes of stuff to, like, lighten it, trying to repair stuff on it so that it can, like, roll better so that she can pull it out. But, like, right now, 
the cart is stuck and broken. Okay. Are we in a new encounter? We are in a new encounter. How far is it? Could I rig something with brambles that would make it that we could pull it up or push it up to something that we could fish it out or... Bramble up some vines? I don't know if that works when there's no... <laughs> when there's no brambles. Probably, yes. Um, and they're just like mushrooms. <laughs> you can use that spell to assist in whatever you do, but it's not going to solve all of the problems. Right. Unless there's if some you sort could, of physics spell that. Well, if you could bramble up some like empty barrels, we get those under the cart so it floats up. Well, maybe levers would be a little bit more. I mean, that would also. Or poles would be more bramble. Or vines, and we try to lasso it. Well, she was swimming over there, so swimming is possible to it. Yeah, just think about what our uh, best approach is. What's, a, what's an elvis? Even swimming? if I can just lift it up some so we can push it. Well, if I can even cast this. There is sufficient plant life growing in the caves. Like no, no, I mean if I succeed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done it once. <laughs> so far, she's been, one, trying to remove heavy things from the cart, and to trying to like reattach the wheels of the cart and things like that. What did she manage to get off the cart so far? Pretty much nothing? She has managed to get a crate off the cart, but the crates themselves are extremely heavy. That's why she has a cart. Right. And, you know, a carter without a cart, what is that? I was wondering how you were going to get the carter part of her name. Very well done. She's open to ideas at this point? She's open to ideas. But you would need an influence role for her to tell you anything about what is being transported. I think Trickle will ask about that. It will get black dice because she's, she's like wary of you guys. Yes, yeah, so I think that's reasonable. Because we're really nosy. We are really nosy. <laughs> Which is surprising. You think elves would be eerie. You've shown up and you've started asking questions. Yeah, that's pretty much our MO. Lost into the cave. And you're here to like stop the explosions. Yeah. Uh, Wait, there's yes. explosions? That's the loud noises. For Trick, it's a matter of, like, what are the two resources that we have on hand? It's like, all right, well, you know, I got, I don't have this hunk of meat. I have a torch. You have a torch. I have a you simple got a sword. Oh, you, we could freeze our way there, maybe. I have the possibility. Crystal. What do you have? Like, what's in this cart? Is there anything there we can use? Two black guys have accumulated now because you had threats and Tava had threats. Yeah, that makes sense. You may roll. I guess you're cool. That is success. Two threats. So again, she remains suspicious, perhaps, but forthcoming. She's running out of options. Yes. So she goes a little further down the particular tunnel that's like on the edge of the underground river here, pulls aside some like giant lichen-y things behind which she has stashed a crate that she removed. Not potatoes, is it? She levers open the crates, and she's like, I'm not supposed to open these, just supposed to transport them. Well, I think they broke open during transport. <laughs> and she's like, that's a good one. <laughs> I see what you did there. When the whole cart accident happened. And then she's kind of like, holy crap, I hope none of them actually did. And she like, blisters the water and like, thinks about like, oh my god, the dive down there and pick up everything. And... Well, let's get the cart out first and see if we got everything. Alright. So she cracks it open, the crate open, it is not full of potatoes. It is full of weapons. Like swords, hammers, forged axes. Not hammers. Swords, knives. So, uh, so not weapons. Some maces. Okay. 
So all metal, like metal weapons. Metal nice. All, all forged. Military oh. grade weapons. Is that what's in all of them? I just cart the goods. I don't... <laughs> Rule number one, never open the package. I don't pack the crates myself. Okay. Oh, they're going to be so heavy. <laughs> it's just like they're all going to sink. Yeah, yeah that's going to be heavy. <laughs> Whew, okay. Do we and have... She's like, oh, but good point. That means they probably haven't floated too far down there, but they're probably just like right along the floor right the bottom. here. How, like, how wide is the water? And what, is it flowing fast or is it just slow? It is not flowing fast now. Uh -huh. The problem she had was not, like, today. Right. She's been working at this issue for a couple days. Right. Okay. But now the water flow is languid. Okay. It is still an athletics check to swim to, like, the spot. Right. But it's an easy athletics check. The water doesn't seem to be moving very fast, so maybe it's not filling very fast. So I wonder if we might have a shot to dam it up a bit so that we can get everything out of there. That's why I was wondering how big, so how much volume it is. Where the cart is, is deep enough that the cart is submerged. Okay. The so, cart is fully underwater. Yeah, there's like okay. like a handle sticking up. So it might be too big of a space, but even a little bit might... I don't know. I don't think I can do something like that with brambles, but yeah, just that's if what there's something... Like, yeah, if we had a bunch of dwarves to mine, a bunch of rocks to dam it up a little bit, that, that might work. But It could be an application of the brambles. It would not be easy at all mm -hmm. to, like, stop up. The it wouldn't thing. last. We'd have to get in there, well, drag this out, want it to, the brambles get the up. water's presumably going somewhere. Yeah. Or with the brambles, maybe I could just raise everything up a bit so that we don't have to go so far down to get... Let me know, too. Like, a whole bunch of brambles go underneath the cart and try to lift it. So. Yeah, just lift. And maybe if I can get an area, then maybe the crates aren't so far down, too. Right. That's when she saw the weapons. She wasn't thinking weapons. She was thinking heavy metal. <laughs> That's when she's like, oh, so my maybe gosh. Mary and I swim out there, and you bramble it up, and then we'll be able to pull it out without as much trouble. Okay. May I see Genesis? I just want to see ideas about how hard this application of brambles is. I wasn't sure if it was going to be able to do enough of an area to slow the water or pushing things up or... Well, it just seems it's a matter of... Feasible to the situation. At what range are you doing something? How many fancy effects are you trying to get? Or maybe I just focus on trying to loop the cart so we can pull it out. You know, or get a lever or... A pulley Lever type of lasso or something. But I don't know what kind of a check it would be to figure out a pulley. <laughs> or if that's a thing that everybody knows. Maybe that's mechanics. Yeah, if, if we were rigging up some kind of actual pulley system. But we would need something to hang it from. Mm -hmm. We could rig up another raft. Yeah, all this requires us to get a rope or vine around the, the cart. Yeah. She does possess rope. Okay. So if there's something you want to rig up that requires rope, that's not going to cost magic to do. So we tie the rope around something on shore. Tie the rope around me. I swim around the cart and back. So we have the cart roped. And I'm pulling on one end of the rope. You're pulling another end of the rope. Brambles are lifting. So brambles are going to be pushing, essentially. Yes. I think that's reasonable. Try. If that doesn't work, we have to wait another encounter for when he's brambles. <laughs> it's all mechanics after that. <laughs> yeah, if that doesn't work, we'll find another solution. We'll just encourage the cart to come over here. <laughs> be like, you can do it, cart. Come on, cart. 
Party McCartson. You know, he needs some of those horse clan. Yeah, you don't have any merfolk friends. The seahorses seem like they'd be perfect for this. You're rambling on... Yep, that is a correct statement. <laughs> yeah, and she's just like, uh, no, the Nagas down here are not friendly. The who do the what now? Oh, well. <laughs> so you're going to... Tuck that away. What's a like Naga? That does like, as Trick is diving in with the rope around him. Yeah. Like, Naga, what's a Naga? So you were going to make an athletics check. It's easy, I said. Okay. I'm going to use our last story point. Failure with an advantage. You get rushed down the river, but you have the rope and she's got the rope, so... Let me, maybe I'll just get to the other side and then we'll just haul, we'll pull the cart back up to the fort. All right. Your advantage is that you get to the other side. Okay. Okay, we just gotta... But you're taking two strain. Yeah, that's fair. For having failed your... Yeah, I thought it'd be easier if you're on that side and I'm on this side and we haul it back to the fort, then we don't have to keep swimming to it. If you want me to make a deception check, I can do that. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that just being like bluster. If it's important to you that she believes that you had that idea ahead of time, then uh, make a just Yes. Okay. What is her vigilance? A purple and a red. Nope, that's failure with one advantage. But I feel good about it. Yeah, that, that, that was plausible, but I made it way too obvious that I'm a terrible swimmer. Yeah. So she's like, so you want me to swim around it? And no, 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 no. we take it to that side then? No, you since... stay on your side. I stay on my side. We catch the cart with the rope. I'll pull it back to the And just the pull forward. it back, pull it back to the forward so we don't have to swim to it. Okay. Doesn't help with the crates, but I guess that's a problem for another day. Let's see what yeah, I can Let's do see practice. what we got. The sorceress is going to push the cart. <laughs> the sorceress. Trick called you a sorceress. <laughs> and so she thinks you're a sorceress. <laughs> with the two spells that I may or may not do. Okay, okay, nice so spell. this is primal as well, right? Yes. And okay. what's the difficulty on this? It is starting at easy. It's increased difficulty because of range. And it is increased difficulty because you're trying to get it to do things specifically in your interest. Okay. Essentially, you're, for want of a better term, summoning a... A bramble spirit? Yeah, kind of. Right. It's not just it's pulling not... brambles. I'm trying to get them to do something very specific and... Yeah. It's not just like, oh... Tingle around stuff. Right. Um, point in this direction and do... Yeah. Okay. So then three purples. So it is three purples. Okay. And there's... The only way... I can't get closer. The only way for you to get closer would be if you want to swim to the cart. Right. If you swim to the cart, you will not have the range penalty. My athletics is only two green dice, so maybe this is just better to... Okay. I am going to upgrade the difficulty. So one of those purples is red. Mm-hmm. That was a little bit of a surprise. Two successes and a threat. Okay, so it's too strained to cast the spell. Okay. Oh, magical threat time. Do you mean to take the last threat as strain or? Oh, no, it's magical threat. Oh, oh. That's like bloody nose time. <laughs> uh, so you can either choose to take it as a wound or you can take it as two strain. Because it's at range, I'll take it as strain. If it was close, I could make a story that I hurt myself with brambles. And so. you are going to have to keep concentrating on this in order to keep them doing stuff. Okay. We are now going to try pulling the cart towards the ford. I think this is a mechanics check because we have rigged up this rope system where each on one side. Really? Because I think it's an athletics check that gets a bonus for having something rigged up to help it. You know, that's almost as good, so I'll take it. Alright, so I'm getting help from Mary and our rope system. Yes, and you're getting, I will say, an upgrade 
from the bramble activity, which is really more kind of like seaweed activity here. Yeah. Uh, like moss activity. Oh, I could just make it smoother, like slippery with the algae. Ah, pond scum. That'll do. Is two purples. No problem. One success, one advantage. All right. Pulling on the ropes, Mary Trick walk up towards the ford. It's the advantage that we don't lose any extra boxes. There might be some boxes we already lost. There are boxes that that are Mary already... lost. We did not. <laughs> but with rope, we could dive in, and get them, and pull. Help pull. That's true. You get it to the ford. Then we can walk it back. But it doesn't have two functioning wheels anymore. Oh, she took the wheels off. They were broken. One of the things that she was attempting to do in her swimming was to, like, affix a new wheel. That will be a mechanics check for you. Trying to affix a wheel underwater. Well, she needed to be able to push the thing. Yeah. Your algae solution dealt with the fact that it couldn't slide well. So you have it now at the ford, which is much more shallow. It's not going to get washed away because the water's not moving as fast anymore. But you do need to mechanics a wheel onto it for it to be able to roll properly. I don't suppose she has an extra wheel around, does she? She does have a wheel oh. like because she brought a replacement wheel to try to fix. But she is no mechanic herself. Oh. You don't need to concentrate on plants anymore, Hapa. Your algae oh. has, has done its work. So I have four green dice for I have mechanics. three green dice. To work together. That is probably what we should do. We can try to change a wheel. Okay. I'll hand you a number three uh, bramble wrench. You can't tell me that I've got this? <laughs> You're just going to stand behind her and tell her how she should be doing it, even though she already knows? <laughs> no, it's more like I'll tell her, like, yeah, that's it. You got it. Exactly. Put do hickey in some rounds I, and you... I think I need a little bit of a story about how the wheels are made or something or far off Ah, uh, so this looks <laughs> like it might be it. Dwarven wheel manufacturer. Uh, maybe what I say is, what kind of wheel do you think this is? <laughs> Set them off. Get tricked to start yeah, talking. Probably a dwarven wheel. It looks a little smaller uh, than other wheels you might have seen. Uh, less wood content. You know, dwarves don't live around these trees as much. Uh, not as much down here. I don't see any worked stone or metal in here, though. It is just a wooden wheel. Are you going to attach it or not? You, you don't want to rush these things. That's the difficulty. Yeah, we are nonsense. <laughs> it is two because the thing has fallen over, so it's not level. So okay. it's a little harder than. But I have a blue die from trick helping. Yeah. Let's see if I can get it on there. Rolled a lot of failures, but not enough failures to compensate for all the Sure, successes. but steady. Pointed, pointy ear. That's the elvish way. <laughs> um, so one success and two advantages. Okay. It's fun to be smart. What do you wish to use your advantages for? Well, if it's a mechanics thing, then can I do something with the cart a little bit? If there's something else that's broken, maybe I can, unless we're going to have to roll something else. I don't think that there's anything else mechanical related to the cart. You could use them for something to improve her disposition towards you guys or to like gain some information from her. Maybe we can think of something mechanical to help with getting the rest of the crates out of the... Oh. Okay. So we apply that there, so then we're actually helping I mean, a little bit more. So we could, no, I don't, getting metal tools wet is not the best thing, but they're already wet. Uh, so we just tie this rope around one of these, uh, this hatchet maybe. We could try to fish out, go fishing for uh, crates. Now, actually, I was gonna say, cause I've worked. been accused of being too good a fisherman, but even from time to time, I end up fishing out a boot or an old crate. It worked so well with the halberd. That's now, true. Now you're going to try it with like an axe. 
Yes. No, but this is now an actual rope, so it's even more like fishing. Yeah, so maybe we can use the advantages for that so that we can get, because they're heavy crates. <sighs> so, big game. are you doing this to replace the athletics for swimming with a coordination for fishing? Probably in this context, coordination makes sense rather than survival. Okay. Yeah, because you're playing like that game where you try to hook the toys and yank them out. Yep. Okay, but Trick is really good at finding trash when he goes fishing. <laughs> so then maybe we can just upgrade that? You can give a, a blue die for the advantages to Trick's coordination check. Alright, how difficult is this? These things are heavy, so heavy. it's average with a black. Okay. Uh, can Mary help by telling me where to cast? Mary's going to help by if you actually hook something. Oh, she'll help haul in? Yeah. Okay. So, but this is just to see if I So you are them. getting a blue die. Okay. From her. okay. When she opened the other crate, what was it packed with? She opened the crate, it had weapons, but was it just weapons in a crate or were they packed with? I there it was, was like weapons no, and straw. There was no styrofoam. Well, I was wondering if it waterlocks it. Like, I guess maybe straw. I was really picturing it as just a pile of weapons in a crate. I guess depends how a professional transport company she is. Well, she didn't pack the crate. So she says. Uh, I have two advantages. But no successes. No successes. Do you want to try to use that to improve her disposition? Yeah, they're just not just tried. <laughs> how important was it to get all these crates? I was going to say we could have your pink catch on to something. So oh, but not a Now there's crate. like a zip line kind of between the, the, oh. the shore and where the crate okay, got that, washed. Okay, that could work too. So you don't have to swim so hard, you can just, you just follow the like road. climbing. Yeah. Alright, let's let's do that. So she can hand over hand now down to where the crates are. And we can help her pull them out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll make an athletics check. It's average, but you guys are eating and there's the line in place now. Yep. Eating and abetting. But it's not but gonna it work. Three threats for her. She in trouble. She drops what she's holding, which is the rope. Like when we lose sight of her. Woo! Well, I guess so we have all these weapons now. Hey, all right. Oh, we got no one shows what dwarves are. I'll be right back. <laughs> Trick dives in the water. Okay. Make oh. your athletics check. Do we get a blue die because the rope is there? Or no, because she may have gone past it. I'm going after her, not the crate. You can have the blue die like because you can use the rope to help you initially. Okay. I have one advantage. You also have failed a swing check, but you have, are holding onto the rope. You have an advantage. You see where she is. Okay. Um, I cannot get to her. No, you can't. Like, you're holding Is she, like, her head bobbing occasionally? Yeah, yeah. She's just, like, she's caught in some, like, eddy-type thing a little further down. Can I empty out the crate that has the weapons in it and throw the crate to them? Well, that's a better idea than trying to freeze it. As, like, a flotation device? Yeah. Yep. Then, yeah, I try to do that. I don't know how fast that would be, but I guess it depends on how many weapons are in Just push and dump. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. You need to throw it yourself. Okay. This is an easy coordination check. One purple die. I'm upgrading the purple to a red. We will see, because it's an eddy. But success and an advantage. You toss the crate to where she is. She catches it, so she's like holding onto it and it's floating. And that's enough to kind of like jar her out of the jetty type thing she Mm -hmm. was caught in. And so she starts floating a little further down. And she says, essentially, it's like, give me five minutes, I'll be back. Like, she knows, like, where this river goes a little yeah. further over, and right. she knows she'll reach, like, a, a place that she can get out. Right. At least she's not going to drown. She'll just float Yeah, she, okay. I'll be back. Just a minute. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to dive down and see what I can get this last crate. Okay. I'm going to spread out the weapons so they can dry. Uh, I'm just polishing them all. Yeah, I mean, I this don't know is... how to take care of them. Oh, I have a sword. You do know the basics of maintaining your weaponry. 
one advantage. You can get yourself back to shore if you like. You can't negotiate this watery area. Come on, water, help me out. Oh, so you can't swim down and tie it around the crate or whatever. He can't get there very well. No. Yeah, this uh, too much water. On the surface, things look slow and stuff, but underneath there's more currents yeah. or whatever. Like, the crate is not in an easy-to-swim-to place. Can you tell how many crates are down there? Is it just the one? Can I see, or do you want to make a perception check? Uh, you have advantage, so sure, you can see. Okay. It's just one crate. If it's advantageous to you to have it just be one crate, I feel like one crate is probably better, yeah, if that's the right word. <laughs> Given yeah. the difficulty of fetching it. Okay. Other crazy ideas include... I mean, I have a sample bog iron. I've got a crystal. Maybe I can freeze part of the water so it's dammed. That might work. I was... But that might hypothermia. My crazy idea was try to affix the rope to an arrow and try to shoot it down to the crate. But that's shooting through water. Spear might... Or a rock to... A spear would be a lot better. Is a spear one of the weapons in your crate? I don't think... We would need the halberd at this point. It might just be spearheads if they're just doing metal stuff. Like, the crate was large enough that there were swords in it, so if there were spears, they would just be more like javelins. Okay, okay. Which javelins are intended for throwing. Right, but throwing down into the water. Not really so well. Spear fishing? Or maybe a rock. If you could tie it around a rock, you could use the rock. I mean, that would get to the crate, but the rock wouldn't, like, hook into the crate. Oh, you want to hook, like, a grapple or something? Yeah, like, I was trying with fishing, but that didn't work. The other option is to persuade her that she doesn't need that crate. Yeah, but trick one after crate, now he wants to get crate. You know what What we really need? Big magnet. Yeah. Do you have fear of failure? No. Fear of humiliation that I found out as a fraud, and that oh, is an excellent... okay. okay. A mag- okay, hang on. Use my intense knowledge of geology to find a magnetic lodestone in this area. And then, tie a rope around that and throw the rope down. Throw the rock down here. It'd have to be a very strong magnetic lodestone. We might not be able to lift but we have a cart now. We have a cart. Identifying magnetic rock, that's going to be knowledge lore. Perfect. And then it's going to be three purples. At least. And I'm going to upgrade it. Can I help with ideas? Yes, you most certainly can. Go ahead. Uh, no. I have one advantage. You pull yourself out of the water. You guys look around. Nothing down here is magnetic. Did you have any... Take my knife. You had advantage, though, right? I had advantage. We could destroy the crate. Maybe we can just fish the weapons. Just tell her there never was a crate? No, then we could fish the weapons out one by one instead of having to try to get the whole crate. Maybe. Drop heavy rock on it. I mean, you could just hold a rock and just jump down. Yeah. That's not dangerous at all. <laughs> Maybe when Marielle gets back with the empty crate, you can use that as a flotation device to get out there a little more stably. Okay. You have not succeeded in what you were doing by the time she returns? Crate stuck down in the mud bit. But maybe I have some weapons drawing. You have some weapons laid out? Or polished or whatever. And so now we're going to try to go fishing with the crate. As big. So we take the crate, we tie the rope to the crate. Yep. Somebody gets in the water with the crate. We use this to arrange for somebody to be directly above where the weapons are, below yep. the water. And then it makes that an easier check for them to get the stuff. Trick will unnecessarily add one more detail. That we need to add to the side of the crate as a system of ballast mm -hmm. so that you can sink when you want to sink, float when you want to float. Do you know how to build a ballast system? I have skullduggery. Maybe with or some, some wineskins using air? 
Or water skin. I do have a water skin. It's on my equipment sheet. Okay. I think this is a mechanics check. Yeah. Skill yeah, yeah. check. How and hard you is... have help from HEPA. How hard is this? To make a ballast system. The crate naturally floats. I need something that I can make it sink, and then once I'm down at the bottom and I'm done putting things into this crate. Oh, that's just rocks. Yep. All right. Yeah. Rocks <laughs> combined with yes. water skins. We will say that it is average to make your flotation device. Okay. Your ballast system. Uh, no, I just have one advantage. I think you guys just can't get that crate. Yeah, I tell Mary, look, remember where this is. Mark it on a map somewhere. Leave that map lying around for someone else to find. It'll be a great adventure for them. We don't want to <laughs> deny them that adventure of finding Mary's lost treasure. Yeah, it's lost treasure for me. I'm not going to get paid. Well, look, you did everything you could. It was part of your delivery agreement that you would, like, risk your life drowning to bring this stuff here. And the water, like, you said it was higher and faster when this happened to you. Yeah, that was two days ago. Yeah, when you were crossing the ford. Or, which is... It was not too... It was... Was it the same time we were in Earthquake? Yes. Which is, you know, the last time there was one of these thunderous shakes on the surface. Ooh, that's a good point. I think uh, your seller, employer the caused seller, this problem. The seller should be liable. And you deserve some sort of Carter's compensation. Is this a charm check? I feel I feel like it's negotiating. You're trying to talk her into like accepting these new terms. Uh, sure. How difficult? How about her negotiating? She doesn't have negotiate. Her presence is two, so two purples. Um, and this, and are, this is a good reason you, for her. You can have the blue die. Okay. But you can succeed at nothing no, tonight. I have a total wash. She's not sure that like her employer will buy it. All right, she's like thinking out loud. She's like, okay, yeah, so I, I can see how I could blame the dwarves themselves for it, but I'm not sure. Well, look, you don't have to figure this out right now. When we get there, we can talk to them. We'll back up your story. But this is causing problems on the surface, too. Is there any indicator, maybe I can make a perception check or something, that the water level is going down, like lines, like if the water looks like it, maybe it's going to slowly go back down? So maybe it's just a matter of waiting. Like it might get lower than it is now. Yeah. I'm not thinking like tide, but maybe it's actually just like draining out or whatever. Maybe it's a new problem and it's not. It's raining out until the next time they... Although if there's a port here normally, that suggests that there is water here regularly. Right, but it may not have gotten to its lowest point yet. So perhaps you should wait until just before the next... I'm going to go ahead and say forge day. Or maybe we can just convince her that if the water is going to go down, then she can come back later or tell her. But yeah, that's so, the you'll same thing. so you can make a roll. It's almost like a geology check. Yeah, but like that sort of stuff is kind of all covered with lore. Okay, what's the difficulty on it? We'll say it's two. It's just looking at like the natural situation here and, and judging it. Oh, no, I can't tell. It's a wash. Okay, do you want to lie to her? Do you want to like tell her that that is the case? Or it's not really something Kepa would do? I don't think it's something Hepa would do, and honestly, we helped her get the cart, which is what we were trying to do. I mean, it's, it sucks for her, and she's helped us a lot, but I don't know what else we can do with it, unless she has friends that can help more friends. Okay. Maybe what Hepa says is, I was hoping there would be some indicator that the water might okay. drain. I mean, I don't think Hepa's realizing we're trying to convince her. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so Hepa looks around to see if that's the case, and then she, she indicates that... I don't see any indicator that yeah, the yeah. water's going to go away. So probably more friends is what's needed. Friends who are better at swimming than you. Yeah. <laughs> do you bring up the point of, but hey, we did what we said we would do? 
We have this so commitment phobic. I don't know that she's going to draw attention to the fact that we agreed to something. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe it's something Trick could use. No, well, like this woman seems to be upholding her end of the bargain. She just seems upset that she's losing uh, losing the crate. Oh, right, because she's we're trying to get her to help us with something, but we have the crate. So we do have a reason to want her to stop working. Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. It's... Okay, you've made some points. She still needs that crate to come out, but... She better realizes... to deliver what you have today. Maybe what Hepa could point out is that it was it's difficult for us, so presumably it'll be there. That nobody's gonna walk off when it. when it, we could go get better equipment, and then presumably it'll still be there. I yeah, mean, nobody. I don't think dwarves are even take... worse swimmers. Right? <laughs> maybe like a fishing net or something. You know. Yeah, that is what you need. All right. So maybe maybe there's something or someone back at the fortress that can assist her in getting the thing out. She was trying to take care of this all on her own, but, well, prior to you guys showing up, she was trying to keep hidden, like, that this had happened because she, like, wanted to be able to deliver. Well, on the contrary, you discovered an incredible uh, flaw in the water system. You know, this flooding is happening in tunnels. That's, like, one of the worst things that can happen in the mine, isn't it? Or a forge, or whatever, a fortress. Well, no one really cares about these tunnels. Doesn't Although, this water flow downhill? No, that's that's a good point. I mean, this is my route to the drop site, but other people might face other issues like that elsewhere. You know, that should increase the hazard pay associated with the deliveries. That's right, you deserve it. Need some unionizing of like the <laughs> carters. So I'll I'll do what I said. I'll take you guys to the fortress so you can talk to I don't sort out whatever issues you have with what they're doing, and maybe I can find somebody there who will take responsibility for increasing the hazard of delivering the goods that they themselves want delivered. I mean, if they want more goods delivered, they gotta keep the road safe, right? Alright, I guess I'll start picking up these ones. Back into the crate with all the... Presumably the crate has dried by now. Hey, maybe they lost count of how many crates there. Yeah, you gotta sign for crates on both ends. Who wants that Make me X a couple boxes here, X a couple boxes there. That is an impressive level of organization. Do they travel with their papers? I just know that each crate that they put on my cart, I gotta put an X on the chalkboard, and then when I get to the delivery zone, each crate they take off my cart, somebody there has got some piece of paper that I have to put some X's on. How do they know? How do they get the paper from point A to point B? She says she doesn't know how often Mariver's people talk to Knuton. Oh, they probably have some sort of an agreement of this many things and at this time, so that's what they're marching on. I mean, we can back up your case that it's stuck in there good due to this flooding. That's a good point. All right. Can you uh, help me lift this crate? You pull this thing by yourself? Well, it's heavy to get the crate onto the cart, but then, like, the cart's got the wheels. Also, it's so. waterlogged, so it's, like, twice as heavy. We can put the crate on the cart and fill it there. That's a good idea. Says That's the person with the least amount of brawn. <laughs> uh, you have the same amount of brawn as all of yeah. us, turns out. Everybody hears brawn. Let's try to just get out of the heavy lifting. Says the smartest person in the room. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. Or in the cave. Yeah, you don't need checks to load all these weapons back in. But if you're interested, it's a variety of uh, very good quality. Hatchet. Well-balanced. Sword. Some maces. Some Mace. knives. That's different. Juggle knives for a second. These are very nice. 
Dwarves know what they're doing. This is just regular trade for them, or are they going to war somewhere? I don't know what Merver is planning to do. Fair enough. All right, and then you start pulling the. Well, you don't start. She starts pulling. I mean, I'll help her with the card. Big heavy card. Yeah, I mean she's average strength, but it's got wheels, and yep. it's not a huge card, but you know it's hers. It's not much, but it's hers. They laughed at her when she uh, said that she was gonna get into the carding business, but. So did she build the cart herself? You know, I was gonna ask these questions, and also she wants to know what's a naga. <laughs> if we're still, if she's still answering questions. She's fixed the cart up numerous times. She didn't build it originally. The original carters abandoned it after it. They got stuck in a river somewhere. Yes, but she fixed it up, and she's been using it on this route. Now she's wondering whether it got stuck in that river because of one of these washout things. And um, Nagas are river monsters. Okay. That's what she has to say about Nagas. You know, then maybe Hippos like trick. Do you do you know anything about Nagas? Oh, I think he needs to make a discipline check to like not spout nonsense. Or even river monsters. Because he definitely <laughs> knows nothing about Nagas. Naga, not gonna say anything. Not not gonna say anything about that. Okay, he succeeds with three sets. Why do you succeed that check yes, and I you know. fail all the others? It like pains him so much. But <laughs> uh, he really wants to know about Nagas because he's never heard about them. So like he has to own up about it and be like, I've never heard of Naga. What what are these? What, monsters? Like tentacles? Like, like what are water water monsters that he's heard of? Do they swim? Now, yeah. Well, I mean, yes, have they a, well, swim. Do they have thumbs? Yes. Oh, okay. So not really monsters. They shape like fish? Like water pirates? I don't know that she gets an answer in. That's what we're like today. Yeah. He has, he has to know. <laughs> Her knowledge of them is like... How, how big are they? Like as big as a person. Okay. But they swim and they are really monstrous. They attack people and things. So they're like some sort of water-dwelling orc? Yeah, you know what? That's probably a fair way, a fair way to describe them. Are they... Dumb or smart? I don't know. They're brutal. Vicious. Okay. Do they have claws or sharp teeth? I've never fought one. You see a naga, you go the other way. Have you seen a naga? I've been told that the... Like, now it becomes... Oh, now Trick is like, okay, someone made up a crazy story. <laughs> I gotta get to the bottom of this. Like, it, it, it shifts almost. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's clear, like, her knowledge is secondhand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of one of those, like, well, everybody knows that Nagas, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. She's only been told secondhand. And so that give, probably gives you enough information to... Because if everybody's heard of secondhand, that's enough for you to tell a story. Yeah, definitely now I'm allowed to tell a story. So. Yeah. Okay, that's, you know, I heard that Nagas... So now you're gonna educate her. I them. heard that it's possible that their gaze can turn you to stone. I've never heard that. Well, now you have. Through the water? They have to be looking <laughs> through the water and you outside the water. That's the only way it works. So be careful what you're They into. use refraction to get you paid attention in that class. Yes. We are the silliest bunch of elves anybody's ever met. All right. Anyway, we rang her an appropriate amount. I don't know what your current strain levels are, but you get to roll discipline or cool. End of the cart encounter. Well, so maybe the benefit we get is she realizes we're just really curious about everything. <laughs> These are I the think... dumbest elves I've ever met. Yeah. No, but it does dial back the suspicion she was feeling earlier. Yeah. We're not threatening. It wasn't like, oh, you're curious about like the job or things like that. It's no, just you guys incessantly ask questions. Yes. <laughs> we just want to know everything. 
We're not malicious, just annoying. That, you know what, that could be our cover. When we could be spies that just ask a lot of questions. They were really spies, they'd be sneakier. <laughs> Wait, is this where you keep the secrets? <laughs> GM Jennifer here. Part of this episode was inspired by the Mary Ellen Carter by Canadian folk music legend Stan Rogers. I'd had the idea for this encounter bumping around in my head for a while, but I had no specific plan to use it in this arc. However, when the bats were getting the better of the PCs at the end of the last episode, that seemed the perfect time to bring Mary Ellen into play. You can find a link to the song in the show notes. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0 part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience. <laughs>